everybody, and welcome to Beefmaster Banner. We are your hosts, Josh Morrison and Jared Strickland. What's going on, man? Oh, not a lot. We got a whole lot of sales to get through. Um, yeah, to uh, right quick to go through. We'll start with uh, next gen. They had a uh, hundred and twelve bulls, Beefmaster bulls. This is just Beefmaster bulls. Um, totaled somewhere right around seven hundred and forty thousand two hundred fifty dollars. And average was right at sixty six hundred dollars uh, on the bulls. The high seller was lot one thirty one. He brought thirty five thousand, and that was a CJ's Revolution out of NG Smoke, which is a McAllister daughter uh, from Six X Beefmasters, uh, which is Gary Osmondson. So congratulations to them. The females uh, they sold twenty eight females with an average of ten thousand nine oh five. And a total right around three fifteen five hundred. So that was a great sale. Um they uh they lit it up for sure. Um go to the next one. Uh we'll hit Live Oak next. It was a total of seventy four lots. Um it was two hundred and sixty nine thousand fifty dollars was the total money brought there. The average was thirty six hundred and thirty five dollars and eighty one cents. Uh, we had the high seller come in at $8,500. That was by sold by Dave Moore of Diamond M. Congratulations to them. Um, the next one was the Lissies, um, biannual sale. Make sure I say that right. Uh, they had 46 lots. They uh, brought $744,052 total. Um, and looks like the average was 16174 uh, the high seller there uh, was that lot six for seventy thousand, big big money price there. Yes, it uh, was, and genetics on that was an enforcer times Joella. Some really good sales going on. Uh, Isa Beefmasters uh, was the next one we needed to go over. They had a hundred lots. Uh, it was an average of fifty eight hundred and forty dollars. Uh, the high selling bull there brought eighteen thousand. Uh, uh, Snyder. Uh, 0481 times L bar 8440. I think, didn't they say that might have been their highest average they've had? Mr. Mr. Lorenzo told me that was the highest sale that they have had uh, to date. So, congratulations to them. And it's just just proven to what the Beefmaster World is doing right now. One last sale to go over, um, and we'll get into our show tonight, was the Beefmaster Network sale in Raymond, Mississippi. There were 44 total lots there. Uh, brought $249,575 with an average of $56.73. And do you, Jared, do you have the genetics I, there? I, I didn't have that one. Okay. I have it right here. So it was um, a bull, lot 33. It was a Kong uh, son. He sold for $30,000. Um, Randy Mason sold him. So some really great sales. And we're right in the middle of it, and we're getting ready to do it even more here in the next month or so. So uh, I look forward to seeing what what all the sales are going to do uh, to round out the year. And again, it's just a just goes to show the excitement in the Beefmaster breed right now with with the way everything's going. Tonight we have um, our guest is Mike Redwanski. How you doing, Mike? Uh, doing great, sir. How you guys doing? Doing good. good. Didn't butcher that name, right? 
No, it's uh, I've heard it a lot worse, but that was uh, that was perfect. Perfect. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah. Um, Mike, tell us a little bit about yourself. I feel sure there are probably people out there that don't know who you are. Uh, maybe just give us your background, uh, what you did before Beef Masters, what brought you to Beef Masters. Uh, I was uh, uh, I'm with uh, Redwanski Beef Masters. Obviously, uh, it's ran by my wife and two kids. Uh, we run a uh, heifer development program and our obviously our seed stock uh, operation out of our ranch in Victoria since 2012. Uh, prior to uh, that, I was in Alaska for a couple of years, worked up there and uh, always had in mind to, uh, you know, get into cattle ranching, uh, kind of grown up in Florida. It's, it's kind of, a, you know, it's a, it's a good pastime going through high school, you know, got to work on a lot of different ranches and see a lot of different bulls and I always enjoyed seeing the uh, the beef masters. I mean, uh, one of the first bulls I saw, I couldn't even tell you what ranch it was, but I remember it was a uh, uh, Rock and F, a Gary Frenzel uh, white bull that they named Salty. And uh, you know, he he was uh, real gentle out in the pasture, but he was uh, salty in the pens, hence the nickname. So, uh, but we uh, uh, we basically run a preconditioning uh, uh, yard. We do sale prep. Uh, for uh, the BOF group, we're starting to do all their uh, all their uh, sale heifers for them, and then several of the co-op members also. Uh, but basically, we're just a it's, it's a full service. You know, you can trailer wean your calves, drop them off. We can uh, dehorn them, brand them DNA, carcass ultrasound, AI, uh, even help market them uh, once they're uh, finished and everything else. Yeah. And then we typically uh, we typically only do Beefmaster at this point. Uh, the Beefmaster has just been really good to us. Uh, we've been in it for about 10 years and, uh, you know, just really enjoy the, 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 the fellowship. I mean, the Beefmaster, you, you're not going to meet nicer people than the Beefmaster breeders. But, uh, yeah, let's see. What else do we do? Uh, we, we do... Uh, we run the FMC fall cow calf operation in Victoria, uh, you know, raise a lot of bulls for them, uh, get them prepped to go to the BOF sale. Uh, it's a uh, PX feeders. They, uh, they, they do a lot of the, the prepping for the, uh, the three bull sale, or we have two bulls, three bull sales here. We have uh, one in uh, Brenham, Texas, which is actually coming up in two weeks. They got a hundred bulls and uh, 40 handpicked jam up females uh and then uh we have a, a sale in florida that just passed at a, at a pretty good bull sale in uh florida as well and then we have a spring sale in oklahoma so that's uh uh that's pretty much what we got going on victoria so you stay busy with it sounds like it's a full-time job to me uh yes yes sir that's uh that's all i do for a living is cattle so uh you know it's just uh a whole lot of animals and it's just uh like i said it's my wife and two two kids at uh, three and a six-year-old so the disposition is definitely a selling point for uh uh for us i mean as, as far as caring and caring for them it just makes it a whole lot easier you don't you know you, they uh they're easy to handle um they breed good they they grow good but uh you know i just i, I always find found it real interesting the uh the foundation herd, you know, it's basically the longest on ongoing experiment in the livestock industry. I mean, in the world. Uh, so that's, uh, that's pretty cool to, uh, uh, to watch, you know, they're, they're just making the move to foul furious. So that's real exciting to see. So, uh, 
you know, I just really, uh, I really enjoy the Beefmaster. The they grow good. They're healthy. I mean, I don't really doctor too many. I mean, you have occasional, uh, you know, hoof rot and stuff like that. But uh, for the most part, just super, super healthy. Even in the weaning process, I mean, people trailer wean them, and uh, it's very seldom that I have to doctor calves. I mean, they're just uh, the hardiness is really impressive. Awesome. Yeah, I agree with with that a hundred percent. Especially since you're, you know, doing the the preconditioning, you, you know, that's a lot of times where you deal with a lot of the, the sickness and things like that. So you get to see that firsthand and see how well they work, you know, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, pink eyes, not, I, I, I have never treated a single, uh, I mean, I'm going to knock on wood obviously, but I've never had a, a single, uh, single case of pink eye or, I mean, you get ringworm, normal stuff like that. Uh, you know, some, some will get a little cough and they, they typically just kind of, uh, you know, they, we keep an eye on them, and if uh, you know it gets obviously if it gets too bad, you you know you got to doctor them obviously. But uh, for the most part, I mean the beef master just, I mean the hardiness is just really impressive to me. Well, I guess uh, moving forward, I know you mentioned that you're you're in some with the beef over forage guys. Uh, so what kind of genetics as far as bulls and and cattle y'all are y'all are using on your ranch? Uh, we we kind of just uh, we we select uh our our bull selections based on results i mean we just uh you just look at the sales uh the the, the bulls that continually just put bulls at the top of our bof sales and uh i mean that's our goal is to produce commercial bulls that's uh that's that's our end goal it's not to to produce the real pretty females it's to produce the females that are going to produce top end bulls that these uh i mean these commercial guys are just hot after a good good bull good meaty um bull they 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 prefer the 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 certain genetics and uh i mean uh double l i I would say that's probably the most prolific bull at the beef on forge co-op and then i mean you have countless sons that are just really successful i mean uh uh ll 716 they call him turd because he uh he was turd ranked uh and then uh i mean there's there's uh frenzel 7414 tank 376 uh, Tank 376, also a double L son. And then uh, there's uh, uh, JK1001. I'm sure you've seen his uh, name uh, for the ribeye, trait leader for ribeye. I mean, he's uh, uh, he's trait leader, and then he's got uh, eight or nine sons on there also. So it's very, very highly heritable trait out of that uh, particular bull. And, uh, you know, I think that's something that uh, uh, Beef Master probably could improve on is the carcass traits, but uh, I, like I said, uh, earlier, I, I don't think it's something that we need to single trait select, but it's definitely something that we need to balance into, uh, you know, into our herds in, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. It's, it's a tool in the toolbox with everything else. It's very important, but it's like we've said before on here, it's not, you, you've got to be careful. Like you said, to single trait select, um, kind of stay away from the, um, crazy numbers and just and just try to eliminate the bottom numbers and always just always try to get better yeah you just you just always try to move the needle i don't think i don't think going to an extreme and anything is going to balance the needle at all i think i think you just uh uh you you catch yourself uh going up uh, a place you don't want to go as far as your calf crop yeah i but, agree 100 uh, percent um yeah. so I know, I know you said BOF 
what, are there anywhere else people can maybe find your your cattle uh Redwanski Beefmaster cattle uh we uh we typically i don't I, i'm not one to sell females I, I i have in the past i mean uh you know grass gets dry you gotta you gotta sell some make some room and uh pay some bills but i typically don't sell females uh, i got some females selling in uh in two weeks in oklahoma or uh sorry in burnham texas on the 15th at the maternal collection sale and then uh, i'll have some females again for sale in uh, the texoma sale but uh, mainly our, our bread and butter is bull calves. Like I, I, I see people, you know, curse all the time. Oh, I got, I, all I got is bull calves and man, that's, uh, that's what I want. I mean, heifers, you know, you, you, uh, you don't, I don't think you improve your herd, uh, by selling your best females. I, I've, I've talked to several different people and they'll all tell you the same thing. I mean, you talk to Lorenzo or Mark Loud uh, Mr. Frenzel, uh, Gary Frenzel. I mean, all, all those guys, you talk to them and, and, uh, it's a really cool thing for a sale manager to tell you, uh, you know, you're not selling that female, you need to keep her in your herd. And, you know, you always want to put your best foot forward, but, uh, when the sale manager tur turns away your, uh, your heifer because she's too good, that's just, it's something, uh, it's pretty rare in this, uh, this day and age. I mean, that's, uh, it's just, it's, it's a good group to be a part of. A lot of progressive uh, cattlemen that, uh, you know, were uh, BOF works really well because uh, from top to bottom, I mean, everybody brings something to the table and we all work really hard at it from top to bottom. I mean, we have uh, uh, new t new people. I had uh, the Gillespie's are they're, they're fairly new to the Beefmaster breed and, and they came out and uh, helped us video the heifers and and uh, they had a really good year. They uh, um they have the lot one bred heifer and then lot uh, the second uh, the second high grading open heifer. So that was uh, that's really cool to see. I mean, the then lot one this year is out of a you know it's his third time consigning. Uh, so it's just it's just really good group to be a part of because it's uh, it doesn't matter whose name's on it. The best bull is going to sell as lot one. So it's 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 a, it's it's very competitive so um it's uh it's good great it's, it's a great group to be a part of and it sounds like to me you know that competitiveness help, helps the whole group rise rise as well absolutely absolutely ship rises with the tide i mean you just uh uh we all share bulls and uh i'm i'm using a uh uh, bull that I borrowed from uh, a good friend uh he's he's probably going to end up being a, a semen sire for the B the BOF group, but, uh, he was lot three in Texoma, uh, three years ago. And, uh, actually know the bull firsthand. I, I, he actually was born in Victoria, raised in Victoria. Uh, and then at weaning, he goes to, uh, Evan, Texas to, uh, uh, PX feeders to, to go through the grow safe systems. Uh, and then, uh, he sold his lot three and I couldn't, uh, I couldn't afford him. Uh, but I luckily have good friends and I was allowed to, to use the ball for uh, the, the bull for this fall season. So I'm, uh, I'm excited about that. And, uh, uh, but we affectionately call him dub, uh, yeah. Okay. FMC 9706. He's, uh, uh, I couldn't even tell you this genetics. I, we, we just, we, we just look at results. Uh, that's, that's how we base our, uh, a, a lot of our selection. And then inside our group, we just know that those uh, we don't really need to look at those because the the work's done at home on the, uh, our culling process and and our management at home is just 
it's uh it's it's kind of cutthroat well in my opinion you know it's the way it needs to be done it, it's you call you know the better you call it home the better off everyone is oh absolutely i mean they sell 200 bulls and i think it was the top end of uh 400 bulls so you had 50 percent of the bull calves uh that people sent to to you know because they think they're the best calves 50 percent of them go home and that's probably I mean, out that they start telling how many was cut before then you know before yeah 400, we, you know uh we just kind of did a rough estimate uh you know just kind of uh talking and uh, the bof herd's about 2500 head so then you figure half of them so 1250 head are uh bull calves and then you have 400s uh are gonna be uh uh sent to the the bof sale and then out of the 400 there's only going to be about 200 that sells so very competitive and just just uh the bull making the sales an accomplishment in my eyes i mean they uh it's just it's really tough and uh competitive just makes you try harder i mean i didn't i didn't have the best year with the uh, bulls i think i had a bottom end florida bull and i got a bottom end uh brennan bull that'll sell next week so he uh just it's just it's just really tough i mean it's it's uh very competitive and uh and best bull goes to the top i mean little river they did an outstanding job uh raising that lot one bull and it's out of uh double l son i don't know Are you guys you guys see a double l a little bit in those genetics or jk 1001 or trademark McAllister. McAllister's another one that's uh that sold through bof and that's a jk 1001 son um, but oh, I'm sure familiar. you, yeah, McAllister. That's a that's a BOF bull. He's bought in uh, Texoma, uh, McAllister, Oklahoma, and uh, I don't remember which year it was, but he, um, but he's a BOF bull, and he's got lots of calves, lots of calves, lots of information. The right people bought him. I mean, they uh, they've done a phenomenal job with him, and uh, but uh, he's uh, he was bought at the BOF sale, and a lot of a lot of the sales uh. Uh, you know, they go and, and buy these BOF bulls and they take them, take them home and they do really well. Lissy's, uh, the enforcer bull, that was a BOF bull also. And I, the, good for them for spotting it and getting them bought. I mean, they've done an outstanding job with that bull. He top sales everywhere, everywhere you look. Everywhere. Like. I mean, he's just, uh, really stamps out that, uh, uh, that color, he just really stamps them out dark red and that high IMF and a lot of stuff that people are after he's making. So good, good for them. But, uh, I mean, that's our goal is to produce bulls. It's not to sell bulls to necessarily, uh, listy or anybody like that, but it's, it's for the commercial, commercial guys. Well, you know, I've got a McAllister bull calf standing over here. He's, uh, 11 months old and, um, he's good i mean he's just good and it just show, goes to show what those you know what what putting the right genetics together what they do um yeah over and, and, over and, then, and then sometimes it, it just doesn't work i mean i think lauren lissy said something on your last show that uh, really stood out you know we we uh we try a bunch of different things and we see what works and what doesn't i mean uh just because you think it's going to work doesn't mean it's going to work yeah i always say making mistakes not not the problem it's not learning from it <laughs> yeah i mean if you if you're gonna repeat the same thing over and over i think that's the definition of insanity i mean I think you so. just try it try something different I always try to move that needle try to improve it so i i'm uh 
uh, that's what's so exciting about uh, the the BOF group. They just uh, they really push the needle, and uh, they they're really good for my business. I mean, uh, for raising heifers and all that stuff. And I mean, we're gonna be uh, we'll be over a hundred a uh, hundred heifers that are are uh, either born or raised here uh, uh, in production in in the next year or two. So we're re- we're really excited in in the direction we're going. So. Yeah. And what's uh, interesting, awesome. what's interesting to me is you guys sell, have, is it three or, I can't remember what you said, three or four different sales, but they're all in different states. They're just kind of yeah. all over the, all over the place. And and that's pretty interesting to me. Yeah, we they, they sell bulls all over the place. I mean, BOF, uh, they've been around 30 years. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a spokesperson for BOF or anything. I just really believe in the product. I've, I've, uh, I've tried different, different stuff, uh, uh, didn't really work for what I was, uh, what I was going for. And, uh, I, I was able to, uh, I found an attraction. I mean, they're not, uh, they're not the, they're not pretty bulls either. You got to look at them a little different, but those bulls go out and work and, and they hold together and, and, uh, you know, real muscle is the last thing to melt off when you got a bull with a bunch of white fat. I mean, you, uh, you know what you got after a couple months at home or a couple months after working. So, it's really nice to see, you know, you, bu- you buy a big old fat bull and you're like, oh, you know, I hope what I bought is real muscle. And then uh, to see him after in his working clothes, and you're like, man, I, I still like that bull. And we hear that all the time. So that's uh, uh, easy fleshing. I mean, that's uh, that's that's definitely a perk, uh, something that I think Beefmaster actually need to work on a little bit. But uh, uh, well, I kind of laid this into another question. Uh, you know, what are some things you think that we're really good at as beef masters and what is something that we could do better at? Uh, I would say adaptability would be fresh in mind because I, uh, about an hour ago, I was just informed that one of the bulls that I just sold in September uh, has been missing since uh, Hurricane Eve, uh, Hurricane Ian uh, down there in, in Florida. So uh, they found him. He was alive. Uh, they found two other, I think there's one or two other bulls with him. And uh, I mean, they're in, they're they're obviously in, uh, you know, they're alive, and uh, you know, they at least they can say that. But it just really, it just really makes you appreciate the adaptability of Beefmaster. I mean, you just make it through a hurricane. Uh, I mean, they had 130 mile an hour winds, and there's places that had, you know, almost 20 foot of uh, of tide rise. It's just, it's just, it's a harsh environment. You got to really feel for those guys in Florida. I mean, they're they're really uh, uh, needing prayers. Absolutely. Oh, I couldn't imagine having to deal with that. Yeah. I, I grew up in Florida and I always, you know, I make a joke about, oh, I'm, I'm not going to go out of town or anything. I'm not going to leave for hurricane. And, and then, uh, uh, hurricane Harvey, we had a bad hurricane a couple years ago, but, uh, we didn't have nearly the flooding that Florida had. And, uh, we had a lot of destruction, but I mean, it's, uh, people are already forgetting about it. It's a couple, uh, four or five years ago. So, uh, but, that uh that ian is pretty pretty harsh it was pretty bad that's yeah. for sure and you're right they do they do need our prayers um, for sure so we know what we're doing good at what's maybe some things in your opinion that that we could do better at as a breed whole uh i think we could improve our, uh improve on the overall percentage of the commercial market the commercial bar, bull market i mean i don't think we have two percent of it i mean we should be just uh I mean, we should be 
people should be beating down the doors for Beefmaster commercial guys, but uh, they're it's only two percent of the market. I mean, we have a lot of steam in uh, certain states, but uh, the U.S. is a big big country, and I think we could uh, absolutely improve on that. Uh, and I think the one way to do it is uh, culling. I mean, coal, coal, coal. Just because a bull can be registered doesn't mean he has to be registered. That's uh, that's what some people fail to, fail to uh, forget. Absolutely turn in your data on your sorry bulls, but uh, turn it on your good bulls and give them, give them credit where it, where it needs to go. Well, and then doing so, you're going to keep the numbers and everything going the right direction and keeping them as accurate as possible, especially on, well, and, and it does nothing more than help your good ones, you know, even putting in the patterns. Yeah, just uh, yeah, you uh, I just put in the right information. That's uh, that's that's what I would like to see on the on that aspect is uh, you know, just a little bit more, um, uh, you know, just more data. The more data uh, you turn in, uh, you know, the better off you're going to be. You don't know what you don't measure. That I'll I'll quote a friend on that. Uh, but I think that's something we need to improve on, is uh, the commercial uh, commercial market. We for sure need to pick that up selling uh you know fifty thousand dollar bulls is cool and ten thousand dollar females is uh you know great but uh in the end uh we're it's we're, we're beating a, a beef animal for the commercial market so we just need to keep that in mind yeah i definitely agree with you it kind of goes back to what uh I even one episode we had a while back with uh steve emmons and cindy they were saying just if just imagine if we could increase our market share just in texas alone how many more bulls we could sell and imagine what we could do if we could gain a couple percentage points over the whole united states you know oh absolutely and i think uh uh that on the other end we need to i'll, I'll hit that point again just because a bull can be registered doesn't mean he needs to be registered uh i mean you got to keep the quality i mean you, you have a commercial guy that's uh, willing to pay you know six thousand dollars for a bull and, uh, you know, it's just because the market's so competitive, but then he, on the, the flip side, he takes that bull home and it's a $2,000 bull. Uh, what, what are the chances of him coming back to buy another beef master bull or his neighbors buying beef master bull? So I, you, you just gotta, gotta keep the quality up and, and, uh, you know, you gotta, uh, do some nut cutting when, uh, when it's needed. Yeah. That, you know, like, kind of like we was talking about everybody working together everybody rises to the top it goes the same way it was you know if you send out a bull out there that's inferior then somebody uses it you know you may have lost us a potential customer for the rest of their life and all their neighbors yeah, and whoever I, else like, that they see it yeah <laughs> and then and then that's uh you know say a guy if it, say it's a guy with a 20 20 head so say every five years he needs a bull and then, uh, you know, in your lifetime, you're going to get 20 calf crops in your lifetime. Uh, you know, that's, uh, uh, you're missing out on a lot of money. Not, not, uh, not, not keeping, uh, keeping the quality up. So just, we want to get it, uh, but we don't want to get it all at once. Uh, but it seems like we're going in the right direction. I mean, people are really turning in a lot of data and it seems like the sales are doing an outstanding job of, uh, culling. I agree with that. And it's just like a, a good friend of mine said to me, um, probably a week or two ago, this is a long game. It's not a short game. So you want to, you know, you want to make the decisions, you want to make the best decisions you can 
um, as quickly and efficiently as you can because it's such a long, a long game. Yeah, correct. It's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Absolutely. So kind of kind of keep us on track here. Uh, well, that's one question we ask everybody, especially the season uh, veterans. Uh, so what's your advice to a new breeder? Uh, I would say before you buy a single animal, do your homework, get out and visit with different people in different areas, decide what your goals are and stick with it. This is definitely, this is, uh, I mean, I, I wrote this down. This is a marathon, not a sprint. Uh, you only get possibly 20 calf crops in your lifetime. Make them all count. I mean, just uh, do your homework, visit with people, talk with people. Cause you got to think you, you got, you have to like the people that you're doing business with. And if you don't like somebody or, you know, that's uh, you just, you just don't buy from that person. But uh, in the same aspect, I don't, uh, if I don't like the person, but I like the animal, I'm going to buy that animal because I need it. I don't care if I don't like the person. So I just uh, don't let, don't let the politics get you. Amen. I agree with that. That's good advice on the politics. I agree with yeah. that hundred percent. It just, uh, it can wrap you up quick and, and not saying it's a, it's a bad thing. Uh, you know, it's in everything we do in life. It's just a matter of how you handle them. And, uh, as long as you're doing business, I've always said, honestly, and the best way you can, you're always going to come out in the end. Correct. I, I agree with that. That yeah, kind of, I, um, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go, go ahead. Well, that was about it for the night. We're just about out of time. Um, I really appreciate you coming on, Mike. Um, no, it was a great discussion. Um, I learned a lot myself, so it was for sure, uh, for sure a good episode. Oh yeah. I think, uh, uh, you know, if your viewers want to see more, they can go to the, they have a website, uh, beefmasterbullsale.com. Uh, then the sales in Brenham, Texas, it'll be on DV auction. And, uh, you know, if you want to see, uh, just come out and visit with us. It's just a good time. I mean, we, they had a wedding last year, uh, Larry Laramore, he, uh, he got married last year at the bull sale. Sounds, sounds crazy and tacky, but I, it was an absolute awesome, awesome time. And, uh, they got a live band and, uh, they got a bunch of stuff for the kids to do. It's very family oriented. And, uh, one thing that, uh, I would, uh, like to add is, uh like you said the ship rises with water and if you're going to consign animals uh encourage your fellow consigners not you know to get the get your customers the right bull not your bull and i think uh a lot of, uh, that would help a lot i'll definitely agree with that and well, like i said we appreciate you coming on uh if you don't mind i'm gonna hit the upcoming sales right quick for the rest of the month of october uh October the 8th, we got Carr and Others Fall Sale in Floresville, Texas. Uh, October the 15th, Beef on Forest Bull and Female Sale, like we was just discussed, going to be in Brenham, Texas. And uh, they'll definitely go out and see Mike and and, and uh, those guys. And I've looked at the video, and it's they got some top uh, quality uh, lots for y'all to check out, definitely. So check that out. And then uh, – to round the month off, October the 29th will be the Red River Performance Group Bull Sale in Paris, Texas. So still still a bunch to go uh, before we hit the end of the year and, and the Christmas season. So it's it's hard to believe we're talking about Christmas, too. Oh, wow. Right. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's going to be good. Um, we'll still, if, if we miss sales, you guys let us know. 
Um, sometimes they get to be a lot at one time. And if we forget something or miss something, always let us know. We'll make sure to hit it. We want to hit everything we can. So, um, and we've got a lot of, a lot of guests lined up. So keep listening. Uh, Mike, again, thank you. Appreciate you taking the time out of your evening to come on with us. It truly means a lot for, for you guys to be coming on, talking to, uh, talking to us. That's what makes this, that's what makes this happen. No, we, I, I really appreciate what you guys are doing. I think it was, uh, uh, something that was lacking in uh, the the beef master world, and I I just really appreciate you guys. Thank you, appreciate Thank you. that. But uh, again, hope y'all have a great night, and uh, we'll see you on the next episode. All right, good evening. Well, we want to thank everybody for listening to the Beef Master Banner Podcast. Uh, please know that we are on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and we are on YouTube. Just search Beef Master Banner. Please like, share, comment, and subscribe. We love hearing from you, um, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you.